This is RFC Extra. RFC Extra is usually uh, extra content uh, recorded before or after the Radio Free Cybertron weekly podcast. Uh, sometimes we record a podcast specifically for RFC Extra, but typically it's, uh, um, you know, it's this. So uh, I wasn't, at, this is Brian Kilby, by the way. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, I wasn't available this week to uh, run Radio Free Cybertron due to a birth in the family. Diecast did a phenomenal job hosting in my place. Thanks, Diecast. Thanks, guys, for running the show. So, RFC Extra is, uh, like I said, usually uh, just content from pre or post show. And this week, the guys had a ton of post show material that I thought was worth sharing. Uh, after RFC this week, uh, the guys talked about all of their third party news from TFCon, uh, Combiner Wars, Official versus Third Party, uh, Don's cameo from the Rhino DVDs from back at OTFCC 2003, and uh, way more, way more than that. So I just want to remind you that, as always, RFC Extra is brought to you by you. If you guys shop at Amazon, just please, we ask you to use our link. Go to tfradio.net and click on the Amazon banner or uh, go to tfradio.net slash Amazon. So this episode, this is being recorded right now uh, in late July. So on August 1st, August 1st, uh, Amazon.com. Gets in stock, into stock, their Devastator, their Combiner Wars Devastator. So, if you haven't picked it up yet, you can go to tfradio.net slash Devastator or go to tfradio.net and click on the gigantic banner at the top, and you can go ahead and buy Devastator. With free Prime shipping, it's great, and a little bit of that goes to us to help us out. Not just Devastator, though, you can get anything. So if you buy your toilet paper through Amazon, go through our site, and your toilet paper will help support us. Let's join the guys. This is almost too much information on TFCon. Just because I'm still sorry, trying to sort through this stuff. And I mean, it's like y'all, y'all had mentioned a few things that I had only just now saw the pictures for the first time. Just because I'm, I'm trying to catch up on all the information. I didn't even know about the third party Darkwing and Dreadwing. I hadn't no, had seen those yet. It, yeah, it's I, just colored silhouettes. But I put yeah. the names and the shapes with the. Master partners together, and yeah. yeah, no, but I am I am looking forward to the the month the month the Dino King. I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm hesitantly looking forward to Lyle Kaiser. I am strongly concerned about the rest of the Lost Exo Realm series, like the other three Dinobots proper. Mm. I thought they were, I thought they were close to being done. They've done. They are, but. I'm concerned about what I've seen because Grimlock just doesn't look right proportionally. Like he has these great big wide hips and then right above the hips gets really narrow and like his thorax or torso or whatever you want to call it. Very narrow against very wide hips. No, I'm not not a... His chest in robot mode doesn't look right. And Snarl in Stegosaurus mode, I don't know if that was just a render, but he looks really narrow. I'm not a fan of Swoop. What do you think Something's of him in hand? I love robot mode. His, his you know, Pteranodon mode's crap. It's just, but it's Swoop. What do you expect? But yeah, freaking yeah. robot mode's great. Yeah. Well, see, well, see, that's why I like the fans toys version of Swoop Soar because they really nailed both modes to me a lot better than any of the any of the other Swoops out there as far as looking like they should in both modes. 
And as for the the fans project, the female version, the not slash or whatever they're going to call it, I, I just don't really. Oh. I didn't. I didn't even see that. I don't know how. Uh, how I well, said a couple of pictures because I hadn't seen it either. So I asked for help on Twitter. Ah, and uh, first yeah. there's the black and white picture, which is eh, the color picture is a little bit less bad, but there's the black and white. And here's the color picture, which oh. I, by virtue of color scheme and I think distance manages to downplay that really kind of overdoing it sculpt just a little. I think I breezed by this so quick, and I'm sure you'll understand why I, I had this reaction. I thought that was uh, the black arachnia deluxe that we were getting. Yeah, I can I can kind of see that. I, yeah, I the, again. Uh, I didn't look at. I didn't actually open up the picture. I just saw like a little thumbnail of it, and I was like, "Oh, I've seen that." But yeah, yeah. the uh, the dinosaur head parts and the dinosaur feet claws are interchangeable to make it a Velociraptor. Should you choose? Yeah, because that 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 head is very Dimetrodon right there. I think. Yeah. Is is, is it Dimetrodon? Uh, no, I I can't remember what it's called. It's the the um, big the one with the big bony plate. And like yeah, the, the crown be. around. I cannot remember. Hang on, I think I remember, but I want to confirm before I say. Yeah, that's. I mean, I kind of like the way the figure looks. It's just. Uh, uh, Pachycephalosaurus. That's right, because there was there was one in the Beast Wars two or Neo line that had yeah. the head that the head ramming action. I forgot about that one. Yeah, remold of Dinobot. I have that. Now, what Ironhide is that? That doesn't look bad. Um, I'm in that same link you sent me. Yeah. Oh, that's the voodoo. It's too tall. That's the only thing about that voodoo. I I yeah, like the look big. of it, but it's too tall. Hmm. So you're saying he just doesn't have that magic? Sorry. Sorry, I got, I'm tired. My jokes are listening. <laughs> he's Sorry. just... He's... They make great robots, though. That That's... Probably one of the, the best robot mode take I've seen on Ironhide and Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at him next to uh, Blue Streak, he just seems way too tall for me. Well, now, yeah, well, now, there's, should... well, now there is a picture in there of, of the Ratchet version with the uh, horrible, terrible, ugly, miserably looking year of the horse Optimus Prime. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem too tall. No, look at the look at the uh, ratchet with the prowl or the blue streak. Uh, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. That, that's a shame. That's that's why, and that's why I'm curious to see how Hasbro sizes wait minute, up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a, okay. I thought that was the G one Blue Streak for a second. The way that the way they got the stickers on there. Yeah, no. uh, I, thought, I thought that was the G one Blue Streak for a second, and it's like no, there's no crotch crotch lock there on, in the middle. Yeah, but I thought that was the I thought that was the G one for a second. And then speaking of things that look like Gundams, that hot spot. Ooh, I do not like it as hot spot, but again, no. just as a big chunky robot, I could. You know, that doesn't look bad. So is that is that the one from Make uh, Make? Well, is that Guardian? It is, 
I think it's. Um, yeah, I'm not sure whose that is. Yeah, I'm. I th- that's that's a pass. Yeah, because I I kind of like the hydrant from TFC, but really at this point, I really don't need any more defense war in my life. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with the Combiner Wars one. I, I, it, it suits my defensor needs entirely. I wish John hadn't, you know, had connection troubles because the other day on uh, Twitter he said something that I agree with personally, which is that the Combiner Wars stuff really does kind of tend to make the third-party combiners look a little bit over-designed in a lot of cases, and. That's something I've felt about a lot of the uh, the more detailed third-party toys already. And, yeah, Combiner Wars, is, is in terms of level of detail, is much more where I want to be. I, w- I will say I do, I do like the way the Sphinx, Sphinx looks in that, in that same group of photos. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's definitely a plus. I want to know who this Fans Project Warbot is going to be. Oh, did you see the G2 from Fans Project? The G2 bots? No. No. There's a Rapido. I have not seen those. I'm looking for pictures. Now, I did see the recolor of Mad Law in the Six Night. That looks good in Six Night. I mean, it, it didn't look bad as Quick Switch. But Quick Switch has a very specific color pattern. I hate that figure. I, I really wish I could get rid of that figure. Well, hey, hey Dogass, bring it. Bring, if you don't sell it, bring it to bring it to uh, TFCon and let me let me take a look at it. Cause okay. I may, I may want to get it. It's just again, it's I I was going to get him, and then I saw something else. And I was I was going to get uh, uh, Chigura, and then I saw Carrie. So you know, it's. I just haven't really, had time to try and sell it. That's yeah. that's been my thing. Hey, John's really, back. Because yeah, I really well, back online anyway. I really won't carry. Yeah, Carrie. Carrie will probably be out. Probably, I would assume next month. Well, uh, several places have, have been listed for uh, well third third quarter, which would be uh, June, June, July, August. No, January, July, July, August, September. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was off by a month, yeah. Mm. January, pretty much April, May, June, July. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'll go to the Chosen Prime site. One of the things that's nice about his site is he updates it as when he... When he... Yeah, the the ca- figure's the supposed to be in, yeah. Yeah, the calendar. And uh, I'll kind of scan the calendar to see if there's anything on there. I'm still I'm still opening stuff from Botcon, just taking my time with it because it's too much stuff. Let's see. Uh, So many picture galleries, I can't find the pictures I'm looking for. I don't think it's on the calendar yet. 
TiffCon Charlotte's on the calendar, though. Mm. Well, let me, let me ask you, with you guys being more into IW stuff, what do y'all think of the uh, Decepticon Justice Division characters that, that they showed off? <sighs> I think I'm going to have to get them. I, I wish I could. They look great. Did you get, um, Matt, did you get, uh... I did not get Cynicus yet. Do you want him? doing a second run. Do you want him? Probably. Because I would definitely sell mine. Huh. So I could bring it to TFCon if you want. If you want to wait that probably long. probably have to do that, yeah. Or if you want, I could mail it to you. I'm, I, I can wait. That'll give me time to, you know, get money. So. Okay. <laughs> Pre-orders are killing me. Yeah, or I mean, they will be as soon as they start catching up anyway, because a lot of stuff's going to hit at once. It would be yeah, like, cause, I think it would be like 70. Oh, that yeah, because it, it... That's cheaper than... The stuff keeps... Stuff keeps getting pushed back, and then the stuff keeps getting pushed back, and then the stuff that we were waiting for later is showing up. It's like everything at once. Mm-hmm. Hey, John, do you think uh, your third-party figures are over-engineered now that you see them compared to Combiner Wars? Uh, yeah, just a bit. <clears throat> I've always thought that, though. I mean, I, I think I've always accepted that, but now, at least with the Combiner stuff, I just can't look past it. Yeah, I, I I think there's just... They, they go a little bit crazy with the detail on third-party Combiners in particular. I, I'm... I'm fussy about the level of details on my on my robots. There is definitely such a thing as too much. Uh, I, I kind of feel the opposite way. I mean, especially like you look at Superion, and he's a decent size. And then you look at Menasaur, and it's shorter than Superion. And I'm going, they, they should be the same height. Like, I don't like the fact that Menasaur is smaller than Superion. Well, that, that's that's a little bit different from uh, from what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about you know terms of surface detail and things like that. But that's also not entirely inaccurate. The you know when I was doing the uh, researching the uh, Devastator Week things, Menasaur is actually the only Decepticon combiner that was shorter than Devastator. So it was not you know it was not the tallest combiner to begin with. They were not all quite the same size. Yeah, Menasaur was tiny. Yeah, it was, it was it was that whole when you got when you got him when you got when you got Motormaster and you got it with the next prime it was like well this sucks <laughs> and then it's like Minnesota versus Spirit oh this is even worse I I had a good conversation with uh, a friend uh, LV about third party stuff I think I've had it a couple times at this point anyway his his big contention is that third party is good at uh, they're okay at designing robots and they're really bad at designing characters and I agree with that. Yeah. The designs seem, in some ways, soulless, and there's there's something missing from a lot of what they do. But and that's also actually why I kind of appreciate Mastermind stuff as much as anybody is arguably more for me, just because there's kind of well one there's restraint there's some degree of restraint in their design, and two, um, it may be you could argue I guess it's a lack of creativity. But they really kind of try to adhere to existing designs when it comes to the head. And so the result is, uh, since it's a little closer to the source material, it's, it's got 
characterization kind of maintained. So that's one of my big problems with third party. And I, I've up until Combiner Wars, I accepted it and appreciated it because we weren't getting combiners, and now we are getting combiners, and they have that Hasbro Takara flair to them. It's just hard for me to go They're back. easier to get. They're far more affordable. <laughs> and they look right compared when you sit them next to everything else. I'm not afraid to touch them. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... I, I, I have not handled a lot of third-party stuff, and that is the thing that worries me the most. Well, this is this is kind of what I'm... Uh, this is kind of why I'm glad to see finally someone tackling a third-party uh, Lionkaiser, because I have the, I have the G1 Lionkaiser, and I'm afraid to take him out of Lionkaiser mode now, because I am just terrified that something is going to snap, especially kill Bison, and I will have ruined a toy that I cannot replace. Mm. You know, at least, and I, and I hate feeling that way, because you shouldn't feel afraid to play, to play with your toys, but again, these toys weren't made to last, 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be nice to make a Lyle Kaiser that I can pull apart and, you know, fiddle with and do stuff with, you know, um, and not worry about, okay, if it breaks, yes, I'm out X amount of money, but at least I can replace something that breaks or has something replaced versus, oh, great, my kill bison just dissolved into gold powder. Where can I find another one less than $500 by itself? Yeah. So, Bob drunk. So, Don, did you like that I found you on the uh, Rhino box set? No. Because <laughs> it, remind, it awesome. reminded me. <laughs> it reminded me that I haven't gotten much better since then, and that was 2003. Yeah, OTFCC in Chicago. I remember that year. I think I remember you, Don, in that outfit. I remember you in that shirt. I know for sure I remember that dealer room. You know what I was shocked? Uh, I, I didn't realize Jerry Javoin was with Hasbro so long because he was actually in the panel next to um, uh, next to Aaron Archer in the Hasbro panel in that in that room, and I, he looked he looked young, and I, I was just surprised because I some reason I had a feeling. Like he was newer to with Hasbro. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that was neat. And then also Rick Alvarez kept popping up in like almost every box set as like, you know, doing extra commentary as bonus content. Mm. Mm. I ended up watching it because I didn't. Wa- I didn't know if I wanted to put it on my media server, so I would watch it first. And I was like, "Ah, it's just bonus content. I'm not going to fill my media server with that stuff." But I watched it once. Mm. A fun thing you can do is um, you can Google image search most Bacon years. Just do like Bacon 2000 dealer room. Chances are you're going to get a fair number of pictures, so it's it's always kind of fun to go back and look at the dealer rooms. It, it was funny too watching the watching the Rhino videos because whoever filmed that bonus content, you would think like sixty percent of the people there were women because every shot had a girl 
where you could or with like a low cut skirt or from <laughs> so from the backside. Dog. Like whoever shot that video, I'm like, what, what were botcons that much different back then? Were there like a lot more girls or like? I think that guy was just horny. It was it was weird. Yeah, I just Google image searched Bacon 2000 dealer room, and that takes me back for sure. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I don't really the hard hero stuff when the hard hero stuff was like a big deal. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, one year, John, a couple of years ago, I can't, I, again, I said this before, all the shows to me blend together. I can look at pictures with me in the picture, and I, I, I won't know what year unless I see something like an exclusive. Then I'll have to look it up. It's, 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 it all blends. <laughs> I mean, it does. It, it just all blends after a while. But I, I did understand. see, but I did see the Hard Hero Devastator statue, the one they barely <laughs> squeaked out before they closed production. It is a gorgeous, glorious. It's, it's probably, if my, unless my memory is bad, I would say it's probably almost as tall as Combined Wars Devastator. Almost as tall. And the only time I saw it in BotCon, it was five hundred and eighty-five dollars. But they, but they only got oh a hundred or two hundred made, if that. Well, before 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 they went out of business, and it it, it was a glorious figure. But it just even at the time, it was something I could afford for a statue. And now look, ten fifteen years later, you know we get him. Yes. So it's sort of weird how it all cycles stuff. You know, when we got Classics Prowl and Classics Astro Train and all the all the classics and universe figures after Universe 1.0, we thought, this is as good as it's going to get. This sideswipe is the best sideswipe we're ever going to get. It won't get any better. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, Masterpiece starts off. I thought nothing could beat Masterpiece MPO one And to a degree, it really still hasn't been beaten in terms of sheer, I'm gonna say the word balls, sheer balls to create this thing. That I agree. Much metal, that much metal, that much engineering, it still has yet to be beat. But look at MP10 as far as you know the the cleanliness and you know everything else. So it's it's just odd how we thought we'd never get a better MPO one, and technically we haven't. Per yeah, se. We, we have gotten better versions of the character. But nothing like MPO one. MPO one is still the the best feeling figure, in my opinion, and it just feels like more quality than even MPO ten. MPO ten has a lot of issues. Well, you know, it's I, like- I, I love MPO one, but the the right foot pops off mine like every time I touch it. Oh, yeah, I I I think. If they were to ever reissue a, an MPO one made entirely of plastic, I would buy that in a heartbeat. To be honest, kind of like what they did for that Voltron from Mattel, did the Voltron in metal and plastic there a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd but like I'll be honest, that, but people want too much for it. Yeah. Well, I, actually, if you if you if you run across a good price on the Trend Masters diecast one, that's actually not a bad Voltron. Oh yeah, I have that. That's the original. That's like the last time they ever issued the original Bandai mold. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but uh, with with, with MPO one, uh, it's just, whenever I have a discussion with somebody, you know, and I've done this on Twitter with a bunch of guys, Barricade sixty four, a lot of folks, uh, about the best Optimus Prime figure, 
I always exclude MPO one from the discussion. Because that's, <laughs> I mean, it's only fair because it's on such a different level from all the other figures. Because there's fair. so much metal in it? No, it's just from an engineering standpoint and from what they were trying to achieve with the figure, they were trying to make the most accurate G1 toy they could with the technology and materials at the time. And to to add to to compare any other toy to MPO1 is really not fair because you're looking at two completely different power levels of toys. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, you know, I look at all the Optimus Prime figures, that's why I pick Fire Convoy as one of the best Optimus Prime figures, as the best Optimus Prime figure ever, but not against the MPO1. I remember still when the first like grayscale photos of that came out and that oh. was that was astonishing. I think the fandom collectively just stopped. Wherever, uh-huh. It's one of them things, it's not quite where were you when this happened, but it's kind of close. Yeah, every, Everyone would just sort of sit there and remember seeing that first picture and then hearing it was metal. And, he, yeah. and, then, and then seeing that he had the flip-up screens. And the, the hands did the whole what they're supposed to do. It just... Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the things they, they were showing in the video of OTFCC in that Hasbro panel that I was talking about with Jerry Javoin and uh, Aaron Archer. And there was a lady there, too. I, I don't know who she was. Obviously, she's probably not with Hasbro anymore. But uh, they they brought out MPO one and, like, plopped him down on the desk. And the whole place started cheering and going oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, rem- I remember that because... He he plopped it down so you could hear yeah. the half of the thing. <laughs> and it was and it was just it was the most glorious sound of metal hitting table. And they didn't even say anything. They just plopped it down yeah. like dry and like dropped the mic. Like what? <laughs> it's, like, it's like you want Optimus Prime? There's your prime. <laughs> and that and that crowd went nuts. I remember we were all just... and We couldn't believe this was going to be available for purchase at retail and not some massive exclusive or something like that. I mean, I guess I guess you could say that toy then, when we were introduced to it, is kind of like that 1-6 scale Millennium Falcon that Sideshow is doing now. It's one of them things that you cannot believe exists... But does, or in this case, will. Yes. How much is that going to be? Well, it's just the cockpit, I believe. So that no. helps. No, no. It's, it's supposed to be. It's it's eighteen feet long and twelve feet wide. Holy crap! I didn't know they were doing the whole thing. So you're going to have to have a garage for it. <laughs> like that's that's what I read in an article. It was eighteen feet long and twelve feet wide. Are you sure that's what it would? Or that's not what it would be if it was the whole Millennium Falcon. I will try to refine the article uh, and I will post it. Because I was going to say, what are they going to make? Like three of them? <laughs> Who's going to be like, oh yeah, I got room for an eighteen foot uh, Millennium Falcon? Yeah, I'm I'm curious now. Damn. I got a two car garage. I'll just you know the wife can park outside. It'll be all right. <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> okay, here we are. This is going to uh, be good bonus content. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's there's not a price on this yet, 
Uh, it, it was just debuted recently at a show. Comic I, I, I haven't done yeah, I have a ton of uh, research on this because I'm not gonna buy it. Obviously, you know. No. Uh, I, I'm, even well, if I even if I was more into Star Wars than I am now, I would not get this. But uh, for those people who, who don't have it, it's like. Hot showcased an impressive one six scale Millennium Falcon lowest the cockpits, but they're not stopping there as a complete and highly detailed Millennium Falcon measuring close to eighteen feet long by twelve feet wide will be making an appearance at uh NA, Anycom and games in Hong Kong. Oh, so it's one they're making four shows, it sounds like. Possibly so. Either way, that's yeah. yeah. That's yeah. impressive. And can you imagine if they actually decide to make this available to... It's probably going to be on a pre-order basis, like you pay a kidney down <laughs> and, and, and and they make it based on what, you know, based on those pre-orders and that's all you get. That's all that will ever be made, probably. But that's... Uh, because I because there's there's a local comic shop in Lexington, North Carolina uh, that I visited with a friend a few months ago, and when we walk in, he has the Hot Toys, the Nicholson Joker, and the Keaton Batman, which are two figures that I've always regretted not picking up because uh, I just love love the looks of the designs on both those figures. He has the scale Batmobile from the movie, hmm. and the thing is about four feet long. It's wow. just, just this. It's it's not a flag, but if you but if you get picture a GI Joe standing next to a flag, then picture one of the Hot Toys six inch figures beside the Batmobile, you get that same kind of holy crap moment of how of how big the Batmobile is to be scaled with the Batman. So, yeah, you know, for, for, for everybody that says our hobby is too expensive. Collect sideshow or hot toys, one scale <laughs> figures. No thanks. And did you see uh, Doctor Wu will. is doing their first uh, full figure? Mixmaster. No. Mixmaster. Yeah. Really, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah that was that was just posted uh, this, earlier this evening, actually. Okay. Probably oh, just after I finished the notes. Mm-hmm. That that's always how it goes. <sighs> But yeah, they're doing a G1 style mix master to go on uh, Combiner Worst Devastator. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, you know, though, I, once I got this mix master in hand, other than the drum, other than the drum sticking off his butt and not <laughs> being able to go anywhere, I really don't have a problem with this above and beyond. You know, the funky, the funky elbows and the, you know. But it it's not as bad as I thought. As, as and the foot doesn't bother me as bad as I thought it would. Oh, the, the foot, foot still was bothers never me. That big of a thing for me to begin with. I'm I'm more upset about the freaking the vehicle mode. But yeah, yeah. So why guess- be, why hold so strictly to five of them if you're gonna alter yeah. ones? Well, to be fair, you know, in in terms of robot mode, long haul is a bit of a departure too. But long haul looks good, so there's a difference. <laughs> I, I wonder if maybe when they looked at the entire parts count, 
it was easier to do this new Mixmaster in this design style to get a reduced parts count than what they would have had to have done to make a G1 Mixmaster fit as a lake. Could be, I don't know. No. Just, it, 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 took, it took this mold less movement to get to that foot. But I'll be honest, it looks good. I, I might have to get that and just sort of maybe like swap out. But if it was just uh, a matter of pricing and parts count, you figured Takara would have just made their own Mixmaster at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they, <laughs> it's not like they've been shy about it up to this point so far with Combiner Wars. So yeah, uh, Good point. I'm, I'm almost surprised we didn't get a figure that they did completely on their own out of, out of Devastator. This will be yeah, the I mean, first Combiner Wars behind, figure. I'm sure we're going to get Blast Off. Yeah, so. yeah, but but I hope I, with this being Doctor Wu. I mean, Doctor Wu's done tons of stuff, so he know he knows his stuff. But this this green is going to have to match perfectly. I hope he knows his stuff. He is a doctor. Yeah. Well, well, well. He didn't go seven years to, to to doctor school to be called Mister Evil Medical yeah. School. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's just the slightest shade off, and it's going to be a problem. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Well, it looks... I mean, you know, the photos oh, yeah. I see oh. so far look pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's just renders. Although I'm fine with... I don't need a whole new Mixmaster. I'll be fine with just the just the cap to make... That's going to have to need a... That's going to need even more of a good paint match, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will I will say I kind of... I do kind of like the way the G1 one looks. But if you get that one, what, what, what do you do with this Mixmaster? Throw it out. Going to see a <laughs> lot of those on eBay. Just to what end, faster. I do not know. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I can imagine just you know someone. You know, it's like that. It's like that at BotCon. There was uh, one guy created an army of jump starters uh, fighting an army of Insecticon clones at one point. So hmm. I'm just imagining an army of Mixmasters. Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm all legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got legs, and he knows that. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm Keep him up with Ambulon. All right, after that, I think I'm going to start streaming. Thank <laughs> you.